0: and welcome to the glad to podcast i am lauren romo with me as always is my cousin and fellow nerd andrea gutierrez
1: bright sons bright sons man i w- i didn't come up with a good one for this episode which is that's that's just on par for us <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just um that's just us <laughs> Like
0: two minutes before I hit record. So uh, what do you want to do? What are we going to talk about? I mean, I know. we know what we were going to talk about, but like how we want to structure it.
1: When you were like behind the doing scenes, the, this when you do. were doing the intro, I was like, crap, I should have came up with like a good like <laughs> thing to come in with. And then I was like, forget it.
0: <laughs> Just we'll go with it. <laughs> But yeah uh today's a pretty, pretty big day for us this is our 100th officially one hundredth episode so we're we're gonna have some fun with that uh we're gonna go down memory lane an on episode one of ours that was we'll, we'll, uh, we'll kind of give our, our thoughts after a hundred episodes maybe how that how that sounded to us but and then we're actually we're gonna talk about Kenobi trailer too so it's a, it's a packed episode today, kids, uh, just for you, because it's our 100th. We're going to give you all the good stuff. But before we do that, if this is your first time listening to us. Welcome. We are Star Wars Podcasts that discuss anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. And we talk about it. Andrea. Happy 100th, pal. Oh, yeah. Happy happy
1: 100.
0: How? I mean, when I say that, did you really? I, I'll ask you. Did you think we get this far?
1: No, I thought I would have backed <laughs> out by now. <laughs> Samesies. <laughs> I mean, it would have been <laughs> like if it wasn't for us, like taking breaks, you know, and doing a little hiatus every once in a while. Um, but you know, what's funny just when new stuff comes out, you just want to talk about it. Very true.
0: That's very true. With, I mean, especially with this month, this is going to be a huge month. We talked about that our last episode. It's going to be a huge month for star Wars, not just obviously May the 4th happened. We are getting a new show at the end of the month, but obviously celebrations happening. So, There's a lot going on Star Wars wise this month. And we just today, as of May 9th, Star Wars officially said that the Ahsoka series has started production. That's a tweet by the Star Wars official, um, official Twitter account. So that's kind of cool and interesting too, that again, we talked about that a little bit last week about how the official account on Twitter, at least is doing some fun stuff lately. So, It's interesting that they are doing pushing that they're starting the new show. And then obviously we have Kenobi down in like 18 days from when we're recording. So, yeah, there's just gonna be a lot to talk about. So, yeah, this is what I think gets us back behind the mic every time. Is when news, news, new, new news drops, new Star Wars, whatever. We we love to talk about it. So, but 100, man, that's it is insane. I I'm with you. I don't. I don't know how long we would have. Or I didn't really have I mean I didn't have it in mind, did you? Like I didn't have like a a number, a time frame doing this. Like this is just this is just us having fun. Like literally, this is what we do. Like this is you said it last week. This is us at a family event. Yeah, hands down. So it it's crazy. it, it is this is I would have never imagined a hundred. You know, and I know like you said, you you didn't either. So and we appreciate everybody that listens to
1: us, honestly. Think like, about it. It's been crazy. so long that our family doesn't even listen to us anymore. <laughs> and they used to be our biggest supporters. They used to be our huge supporters. Yeah. And now right. I'm like, man, you should hear uh mine and Lawrence episode. It was pretty good this week. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But we do, we have a lot of fun and I'm I'm so glad you and I have done this for as long as we have. And again, we'll, we'll, we'll do this until you and I are like, all right, I think we have enough. Like, I think it will eventually, but right now I'm having too much fun doing this, especially like I just said, with all the new stuff and right, there's going to be so much
1: to talk about. I know. And how can we not participate in those types of things? Right, we're super passionate about it. That's the thing. It's not like we want to yeah. just jump in and give our opinions. It just fires us up right. We get we're we are legit
0: like this is why we started this because we get excited about talking Star Wars, not just that's just I mean literally, this is why we started it because you and I love to talk about Star Wars, and this is where it's led us to a hundred episodes.
1: It's crazy. It's funny. I was listening to our first episode, and Oof. That's rough. That was rough. I, I listened to it, it too. It was rough, and um, I did say in that episode that I felt like Star Wars was made for me. You did say that, and I we still also, feel that way, right? Oh,
0: and I do too. It it like it is for you and I. I think it is made for us. We also talked in that episode about Obi Wan Kenobi, a series, and how like we hope we got one. Yeah,
1: crazy. Freaking three
0: years later, that was we're, so tra- we're going to be talking about the trailer for it. So like it's nuts like it's crazy and again i i know i can speak for both of us we appreciate everybody that listens to us like honestly it's it's overwhelming sometimes like when we see comments or our you know fr- friends of ours that we've met through this space mostly twitter that people are just like man you guys you know thank- great episode loved you guys like it's just it's weird but it's it's fun and you know i'm glad you guys Enjoy what we do. Like, we don't obviously. I mean, if you listen to us, you know we don't. We don't have a website. We don't do like a lot of like the bigger stuff, right? Because this is just we wanted it to be more of a grassroots type of feel. That made sense. If that makes sense, Ange. Like, yeah, I wanted to be small. You know,
1: I think if I actually thought people actually listened to us, I would maybe speak in a different way or um you know I think it would affect me in a way to where it would change the kind of conversation that we get right now okay like I truly come into this just to talk to you I me too. don't yeah I <laughs> talk just <to> you
0: <laughs> right <laughs> this is I do not think what we do <laughs> I do
1: not think people listen to us <laughs>
0: I mean, our downloads say a different story, but I kind of like, I, I feel the same way though. I do. Like, I mean, to be honest, I think you and I do feel the same way. Like, I feel like, I mean, I know cause I, you know, I, I show you the numbers and the downloads and stuff like I know people are listening to us, but it's just like, really? Like people, like they actually do listen to us and like, it, it's, it's crazy. It's weird. It's, but it's been such a it's been such a fun ride for these you know it's going on three years August of this year will be three years that we've been doing this and it's just it's crazy to think about man just crazy to think about but one of the uh we did a big ask the gals this week and uh and we got some responses so we appreciate everybody that's did that but there's one in particular and I think this it kind of fits what we're talking about up top is uh, about our hundredth episode and it's from um Alberto. Mr. Radio Rebellion's uh, podcast himself, huge, huge friend of ours. We are huge fans of his. So Alberto, if you're listening to us, thank you as always. You're, You're the best. You are simply the best. So he says, congratulations on 100. His question is, what has been the most important thing you've learned in these 100 episodes? It's, a, it's kind of a big question. It's a really kind of interesting question. I I don't know if I really. I mean, I've learned a lot. I guess, podcasting, broadcasting. I think I think you and I have learned that like kind of that stuff more. I mean, just like we were talking about, you listened to episode one. Dear God, we annoyed. Not not like we don't know what. I mean, we had no idea what we were doing. No, no I mean, idea, to be honest, right. We just knew that if we started talking Star Wars, we had a topic, we could do it. And that's what we did. So I think we've learned. I mean, well, at least I've learned. And Andrea, you know, I'll I'll get your thoughts, too. But like, I think we've learned and evolved like structure wise. We kind of have a flow like we know when each other like has something to say or what we like. we, We do. We are very good, I think, bouncing off each other. I mean, I think even the first episode we did really good. And I think that just that has evolved into, I think, just a, a seamless, more, uh, you know, just easier as we've done this over, you know, a hundred times now. So it's crazy. I think what else I've learned is that, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Like being part of the Star Wars podcast and community is so much fun. And I think at first for me, like I was like, oh, man, I really want to make want to make an impression and do all this in the star wars community and the podcasting community and all that stuff and then as you i think as you for me i learned that as you just keep doing it and keep doing it keep doing it i don't think that really matters as much as what you're creating and the content and how you're presenting your topics and things like that like i think that's more important that's what i've learned is that it doesn't matter about the numbers i know we we're just talking about the numbers but like it doesn't matter about the numbers like, i think it matters for me. Anyway, and again, I'll ask you, Ange, it matters how we do our content and that we are true to ourselves. I think that's what's been, I think, through from even episode one till now. I think we've been always ourselves for sure. So what about you? 100 episodes,
1: what have you learned? I've learned that you, Lauren, are a complete you have transitioned into a podcasting professional. I don't know about that,
0: bro. <laughs> I don't know about that. You really have. I appreciate the kind words. Yeah.
1: No, your delivery, uh, the cadence of your voice, and how you speak, um, how you set up topics, how you feed guests, and how you feed me into conversations. I'm telling you, you've really upped your game. Do I you watch? That. Do you watch YouTube videos on how to do it?
0: No, I mean, I think I just listened. I mean, maybe this is a learn a thing I've learned too is you know, listening to certain people. I mean, mm-hmm. and I I think a great example. I mean, and I was just on their show for Center. I was talking to Ken. We Very talked good. about talking about celebration. Yeah, thank you. Go check it out, guys. It's on their feed. Um, I I learned honestly just through conversations with him. And just listening to him and Joseph. And then listening to other podcasters that I admire and I like their style. Or when you talk about YouTube, I watch certain YouTubers. And I like some of them and how they deliver stuff. And and, in a weird example, this might be a totally weird example. But like the gentleman um, that does um, Hot Ones, Sean. How he does his interviews Is really, like, I like, because it's very similar to, like, he brings up a topic and he kind of gets the person talking, right? He gets that celebrity talking about, like, really kind of off the wall, not questions, but, like, really good questions. But, like, how he leads them into it. Like, I've I've tried to, like, not mimic that, but, like, understand, like, that's a big part of doing this. Is that you can't just ask a question, like, Andrea, what's your top five Star Wars? You know, like, you just, you have to, like... Set it up and engage and start a conversation. Like that's what I've learned again from from different from a various people. Like various people, I've that's what I've taken for sure. What I mean, what else have you think? What else have you learned, or what else? What else you got?
1: Um, I've learned that I like to listen to our podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I do. I like
1: listening to us, and that's that's how I notice like your improvement because. Um, I'm telling you, I'm just like, when I listen to us, I'm like, dang, Lauren's like, really like, structured and knows what she's doing. And I'm kind of like, listen. (laughs) No, I wouldn't say that. I'm like, listen, I just took a pre-workout and I'm about to bust through this microphone.
0: (laughs) No, but you, I think you have come a long way, though, too, because I think you have really deep like understanding of Star Wars. I think honestly, I think more than you started with. I think that's a totally
1: fair. Oh heck yeah. You know I'm almost so... embarrassed when I came into this what I did, what I thought I knew and what I didn't know and what I know now. Um it's a tad bit embarrassing. A tad. That's why I, I kind say of it's embarrassing that's why I kind <laughs> of wish we would like delete those episodes because <laughs> I would not want someone to come back and be like, hey, 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 you said this. And I'd be like, that wasn't me.
0: No, but that's again, I think part of that, though, too. I mean, I mean, we have talking about, you know, we both listening to our first episode because we we're going to have we we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But like the the evolution, right? I think that's a big thing. I think that's fun to see. Like, yeah, as rough as it is to listen to. To see us go from there to now is pretty impressive for us. I feel. I don't know how if you feel that way, but I think it's pretty impressive. Like we've come a long way. Our equipment, how we, you know, how we're podcasting, it's all been a huge improvement. And I think I think it shows and
1: I think our show benefits from that. I mean, do you feel the same way? Yeah, absolutely. I think we sound pretty good. Um, I think we've really found out uh, just what we like and what works well for us so that we feel comfortable while we're doing it so we're not worrying about anything else. So God, I remember in the beginning my mic sensitivity was turned up too much and you could hear every breath, every (laughs) smack of the lips, every sniffle. And I remember I would get so paranoid um, when we would record because I would be like, okay, I'm going to try not to breathe while I'm talking. <laughs> that's serious.
0: <laughs> no, I know. Cause you, <laughs> but that that's the thing that you and I talked about, too, because once we started doing this more, we did start catching that stuff. Right. And we were like, all right. And then we started, I think both of us started like either muting our mics or like just doing different things. So we weren't doing that. So, again, i I think we're. I think we're we have fun. Let's just say that we have fun doing this, and I think at the end of the day, that's what matters to us. And again, I, I, again, I'll go back to you real quick. Like with your knowledge, like again, you have come up with some great thoughts that I have never like would have thought of. Honestly, like there was when we did one of my favorite episodes is when we had Amy Ratcliffe on here. And you brought that whole Ahsoka Anakin kind of thought and idea. And she was just like, yeah, dude, wow. I've never thought of it that way. So like, even to me, that was like, yes, like you, like you have come from, like you're saying, like a, a background of just the movies to now it's books, it's comics, it's the animation. Like you have taken a huge step in with just in our time doing this with Star Wars it's changed you like again like you're saying it's changed your view on star wars for the better don't you think i I mean i think
1: so oh yeah absolutely um the other day i was talking to someone who doesn't know about star wars because i was um telling them that my star wars tattoo this year was going to be ahsoka and they're like don't know who that is and just the way it like rolled off my tongue of like what she is, what she stands for, what she's gonna be in the galaxy, um, her impact on all this stuff. And that person was just like looking at me and laughing because they were like, Wow, <laughs> you really love Star Wars, and I was like, Yes. You push up the nerd glasses and
0: <laughs> oh yeah, let me tell you about the lawless. <laughs> That's one of my favorite bits, too. Let me tell you about the lawless. <laughs> But yeah, uh, hundred episodes. Yeah, I mean, how else does do you think you've changed?
1: Uh, yeah, I feel like I've always been like a deep thinker, and like I really pull in on thoughts and emotions and stuff like that. And I think now having, um, now having experienced like books, animated comic books, stuff like that, you get the inner workings of these characters and it just like comes to me and I'm like oh my god and I think about it constantly I think about Star Wars all the time I mm-hmm. think that's weird but me too
0: no me too
1: um but I appreciate you saying that because you know sometimes I just you know I I can't talk like this to anyone <laughs> else <laughs> it's just you and I understand it sorry yeah it really is no
0: you're you're 100% right but I think too I think for both of us I think if going back to, like, early episodes to, like, even now, I think how we feel and how we look at Star Wars has changed. I think we are more in the line of, like, we like the themes. We like seeing that type of, like, the those threads in Star Wars. You know, it's we go beyond the pew-pew-pew and the laser swords,
1: don't you We think? like the message. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, we're big on the message. And I think that we have evolved from just... Again, our our first episode we talked about like the leaks and like our theories and it, it was fun like that it was a it, it's a, it's, a, it's it, it is a rough listen but it's a fun episode because I think you got our how we felt our excitement for Star Wars overall I think came through that episode and then again I think we evolved to like I think we even at the beginning, like, you know, we, we had like theories, speculations, but we don't, not that we don't do that, but I think we have changed to where we do it in a different way. We speculate and look at Star Wars in a different way. You know, even, you know, three years ago, I think we, we do that. So I, I, I think we're, I think we're pretty good. <laughs> I think we have a fun, we have a fun time. That's all that really matters to me for sure. Anything um, you want to, And on with the 100th, just overall thoughts. I do listen to us a lot. (laughs) I do too. (laughs) Older episodes. I do. Like some of my favorites is our rebels. Like all of our rebel episodes that we've ever done. It's some of my favorite stuff.
1: I I laugh out loud. I mean, we've had some really good zingers, unplanned zingers. That one with Dave Filoni and the, and the buffet. (laughs) <laughs> and you know. Jerry Boba Fett yeah that's yeah that oh good. my god that was like my favorite moment out of all these hundred episodes because <laughs> it was delivered that and we had no idea it was coming and it was delivered so well you like teed it I teed it up and Lauren you just like smacked it it was so good <laughs> we, but that okay
0: that's how much we like we can do that like I think we are I mean, obviously, in the beginning, there's no way we we could have done that because I don't think we, you know, we didn't we didn't know how to do that yet. But yeah, after 100 episodes, I, I think we we've learned to do that. So, uh, Alberto, first of all, thank you for the question. Thank you for. Uh, I hope you liked our answer, <laughs> our long-winded but fun kind of traveling down memory lane answer of that. So, thank you, Alberto. But yeah, 100 episodes, man. Uh, again, we thank you for people that continue to listen to us new listeners. We appreciate you, man. We're just here to, we're just here to make your next, you know, 40, 40 to 45 minutes, maybe an hour of <laughs> uh, just, you know, uh, just to, to focus on something you love and, and hope, and I hope that, you know, you enjoy and like what we, what we talk about and you just enjoy our show for what it is for sure. So thank you everybody for the 100th. Uh, we got some really nice messages uh, from some people as well on our tweet. Uh, Alberto said, "Obviously, we had Alberto. We had uh, Star Wars Rebel art saying congrats. Uh, we had Cam Ray. We have Starport. So, really, guys, thank you. You guys are amazing, and thank you for supporting us again. We have. It's been amazing, even just being supported by other podcasters. That's been really cool uh, as well. So." In our first episode, Andrea, our very first topic was why we love Star
1: Wars. Bro, I'm embarrassed.
0: <laughs> why? Now, go ahead. Why, why
1: Why? are you embarrassed? With the episode or like no. why, what we talked? Like, yeah, go ahead. What do you got? I felt my, my stuff was good, right? We gave kind of like our top three scenes, like our top three things that like happened in Star Wars that had us like locked in. And while those things still lock me in. Uh, it's embarrassing to think like that's the core of what i knew you know that's like all i knew i did i knew movies right and movie experiences and movie scenes i didn't know anything else and now i think of some of the most moving uh star wars i've ever seen is in animation uh mm-hmm, some of the too. most yeah. moving characters um i've experienced are in books uh so, yeah, I so I'm like, yo, trash compactor scene is cool, which it is, and oh, I still yeah. like still it. Is. It's yeah. still my favorite yeah. because it's the first time you get to see that crew, um, in a situation together, and the performance, and the, the directing, and everything, and the, the art, and the not art, the, the effects, and the practicality effects, practical right. effects was all really great. So I still do love that part. It like holds a a space in my my tiny little heart. Um, but <laughs> I, I'm guessing it's tiny. I'm very tiny. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro, what is up with that person saying all Star Wars fans are short? Did you see that I tweet? Yeah, I tweeted back at that. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Bro, fight me! I'm five foot, and
0: not- <laughs> that's what I said. And five foot and one. five foot one. No, but it, you know when you, we go back and look at why we love Star Wars, like you said, I don't think our I don't think our moments change. Like you said, no. I, I, that doesn't change. I think why I love it, I think has expanded. Yes, that's a really good point. I think that you were that you were saying like it goes beyond the movies now, right? Like that's what we grew up on. But now it's 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 the animation. It's the live action shows. It's the novels. It's the comics like there's so much Star Wars content for us to dive into and talk about. I mean, this is part of why we started it, too, because I think we you and I both kind of wanted to learn more about Star Wars. Right. I mean, not not that we didn't already have an idea, but like we were both we were kind of mainly just movie fans. But now it's animation it's comics it's novels and it all hits differently you know so why we love Star Wars still is the same but I think it's expanded don't is, would you agree with that like I think it just expands now more than ever is why we love it
1: yeah I mean rebels alone has huh. yeah very much changed my Star Wars experience same here
0: same here man I mean rebels is amazing I mean that's one of yours and I's favorite. Star Wars anything. I know. I mean, it's it's some of the greatest Star Wars storytelling for me that we've gotten.
1: And, and let me tell you about The Lawless. I know that's like <laughs> our ongoing joke, but right. dead serious, that was one of the most impactful Star Wars animation episodes I had ever watched. I couldn't believe what I saw. I had never seen before. I didn't even know that it existed. It was so impactful of um characters that I knew and loved like Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth Maul, um it was huge that and freaking Palpatine shows up. Guys, that right, episode right. is so it slaps. Okay, I'm going to sound like the little kids and I'm going to be like <laughs> it slaps. It slaps, kids.
0: <laughs> it does though. The whole like I that's why I'm so passionate. Or I think we both are. We're very passionate about animation. And that's why I really want a, a, another, because obviously we had one, but I want another full-length theatrical animation Star Wars movie. I need it. I think the technolo- technology is there to make it look amazing and to feel like you're watching like a live action, but it's animated like. And what you can do in animation, I think, storytelling wise is vastly, I think, more freeing, I think, than than in live action. I think sometimes I agree. You can do a lot more stuff, right? I mean, yeah, the freedoms there for animation, I think if they do it right, it's a, it's going to be it could be amazing. I really do. I believe that. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I th- I just go back to like some of the scenes out of Rebels, like the world between worlds and uh, the Loth Wolves, uh, those types of things. Um, uh, what's Zeb going to Lyra's on? Like all of that, it the palette is so expansive in animation. I feel like in live action you would be very limited, but. Lucasfilm and Star Wars is very good at creating ways to make live action very expansive so they're getting better at it I mean they're not that they're getting better at it they're like at it they're they like know how to do it they know how to evolve they know how to adapt it's really great like from the volume to uh just and staying true to practical effects as well, too, and um just beautiful costumes and makeup, they know how to plug in live action very well. Um to make it look like a, a real world, to make this sci-fi slash fantasy slash whatever look real and make you believe that there is a galaxy far, far away. And the <laughs> and all these things do exist. There's like it's so funny when we talk about these characters as if they're real, you know yeah you said that you've said that multiple times, right? we yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about them as if they're- w- real as if we have relationships with them as as though what they're going through impacts us, which it actually does so um, I think that's the best thing about star wars and then and then you can also do that they do it in animation too, so with animation like. They have the freedom to make things larger than life, yet sometimes it's hard to translate the personal um, experience because of animation, and they do not have a problem doing that whatsoever. Agreed. So, Agreed. Um, I know we give Star Wars and Lucasfilm crap all the time. There's always room for improvement, but what what they have done and been able to adapt with new technology has been outstanding. Yeah. And again, I think that's why we love Star Wars because it
0: does change and it's always at top of the game as far as like you're saying, special effects, storytelling, I think it's always there. Like the themes are there, always there and I, again, I think that's why when when we think about why we love Star Wars, like it it has changed from, you know, 3 years ago because of what we know, because of all this information that we have because of the books, the comics, like there's so much storytelling that connects from, you know, Luke to Ahsoka to, you know, Obi-Wan to Bail Organa. Like it's insane how all these stories connect. I mean, they really do. Like if you really think about it, I know a lot of people think it doesn't. It might not like directly connect to like everything or directly connect to like certain events but like everything does connect in a way like books, comics, video games now with Jedi Fallen Order like it it all connects and now especially with you know like in Boba Fett bringing in characters from comics into live action like they're doing that stuff you and I have talked about that before so like the reason why we love Star Wars is because it it hasn't stopped and it continues being i think this this amazing storytelling at its core, right? I think that's, I I think that's, that's why, that's why I think we, we keep coming back and doing this for a hundred episodes. Don't you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, for, and just like Star Wars visions just popped into my head as well too, like taking new types of animation and um, putting Star Wars themes to it is amazing. I, have been trying to read different books (laughs) i've been trying to read so before i got into star wars books which you got me into so greatly i'm grateful for that you did that for me because it has just expanded my knowledge expanded um my experience so i'm like you know what maybe i should lay off the star wars books i used to really like reading murder mysteries. I like thrillers. You know, I've been wanting to read some, like, um, biographies on, like, music- musicians and stuff like that. And, uh, I either go to read it and go to li- or go to listen to it, and I'm like, can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about these people. Star Wars. Yeah. I don't care about them. Yeah. that's fair. I care about people in Star Wars. So... You
0: you actually got me into audiobooks because I, I love audiobooks now. Yeah, that Man. that's it's kind of my jam. Like I gotta I gotta finish the Thrawn because I want to do you and I've talked about that off air about doing a whole Thrawn episode. So I gotta finish those um, those books. I finished the I finished Treason. I mean, I've done the first three. I'm doing the the other ones, whatever they're called. Uh, Thrawn, um, the le- the latest three books that. Zon has done, i'm the pre story. Yeah, the pre story. Yeah, so I'm on those books. I got to finish, but yeah, I, it it is amazing how much I think just over. I mean, really, three years doesn't sound doesn't sound like a lot of time. It really isn't, but like how much you and I have learned just in that short amount of time, and in that short amount of time, how much content, right? I mean, all the content that has been created within that three years i mean good grief man we really are in you we've talked about this many times how much we are in a golden age of star wars like content wise and in any medium books comics video games animation live action movies like it's all there like there is something for everybody you and i've talked about that i think again that's why we love it too because it's it's something for everybody and but even like the kids quote unquote kid stuff, you could still as a as an adult watch it and take so much from it like animation right or visions. I mean resistance, the animation show that's that's a wonderful show. It was definitely way it was definitely for more of a younger crowd, but there was some again good themes in that show. So like it's all good there. themes
1: and it had so much potential. Yeah. And you know what? The Rise of Skywalker dropped the ball.
0: <laughs>
1: We're not going to go down that road. <laughs> We're going to try to keep it light and fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to talk about tross, but no. it leaks in every time. I know it does. I know it does.
0: I know it does. Again, there's a lot. You and I've talked about that too. There's a lot of great themes in that movie there is there's some great moments
1: there is and one of one of my favorite episodes that we ever did was the rise of skywalker novelization when we broke that oh, down that was good. i mean that was good. talk about digging deep and really picking up the themes and the emotions and and the thought process of characters i mean we really dug in there um that was you know i i really enjoyed that episode yeah i think a lot of our book reviews we gotta do more of those i know
0: I, there's so much again. I I'm way behind on books. It's hard to keep up because they're so good, but they're there's just so much. to <laughs> We got the High Republic, and now obviously we're getting you know Obi One material now. So there's just so much, so much, so much, so much. And that's a good problem to have, though. As a Star Wars fan, right? That's again why we love Star Wars is because it's it's
1: not going away anytime soon. For us. So I feel pretty caught up. I'm gonna be honest. And then, but I crave reading the books in chronological order, not of release date, but where they fall in the timeline. Like, you don't know how many times I've almost picked up Master and Apprentice again and was going to read that. Like, I've come so close and I just want to go from there and go from there and go from there and keep going. Because I just like crave feeling the story in a linear sense, maybe because, I mean, Star Wars always jumps around so much. So to actually feel it move along will be odd um, or it might be very tiring. I have no idea, but I, I so desperately want to try to do that. But I know the minute I start it, there'll be new content that comes out and I want to break away from it. So um, maybe, maybe when I'm like, I don't know, 70 years old, sitting on a front <laughs> porch in a rocking chair, I'm going to pull out my paperback copy of Masters and Apprentice and I'm going to say, let me tell you about Qui-Gon Jinn. Start day one. (laughs) I love it.
0: But again, you know, it's really, that's a really fun, fun idea for the books to do that. But then also, now I think about like, okay, watching all Star Wars, like movies, animation, live action shows, like literally from beginning to end. So, like, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Clone Wars. And then what, Rebels? Or no, there's, I think there might be something. Oh, you it's gonna be Sol- like, con- what, well, Keno- solo? Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rebels. Like, watch all that. And like, right. that'd be wild. That'd be a fun ride, too, to see just, again, the linear connections that it all has. That'd be, that'd be a lot of fun.
1: Lot, Until of fun. you got to the end. Yeah, true. And then you'd be like, this is a huge letdown. I've worked so hard to get to this point. But I figured that would take a long time to do. How dare you ruin my experience with one movie! But then we're gonna get more after that. So I hope everybody knows I'm joking. I have my problems with Tross, but I, you know, I watch it a lot. To be honest, no, I you do. You always tell me, yeah, I'm watching Tross. I do. I watch it a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that would take a long time to do. So, like by the time, like maybe you get to that boy, like there's probably gonna be more stuff like beyond that hopefully. I mean that would be that would be the goal. But speaking of Obi-Wan Kenobi, we got the trailer, a second trailer, and it was pretty much amazing. So we're going to dive into that uh in our last few minutes. So Obi-Wan. I mean, just amazing visually. Cannot wait. I'm hyped. We got a lot of new images but again not we don't get a lot of story uh i i don't think we get story like uh giveaways too much i think there's so much that we don't know yet that's what i'm really excited uh, excited to do so i know andrew i know you brought this idea up to watch it and kind of just talk talk it through while we watch it and then break it down so i'm gonna get my i'm gonna get ready
1: I have well, a up. You huh? got it?
0: You got it? I'm getting queued up right now. But before before we do that, what's just kind of your initial thoughts on the trailer? Remember like,
1: the episode we did before about our May the 4th? And I was like, we ain't getting anything. We ain't getting a trailer. We're not getting the gallery. i right. I'm, right. No, I was like, I'm not going to expect it. And then it was like so fulfilling, you know? It was so fulfilling, getting the trailer right off the bat, you know, watching everybody like just completely geek out about that. And then later that night, I watched the Boba Fett, um, Book of Boba Fett Gallery. And behind the scenes, Star Wars is just amazing. Oh, and that, that gallery one, was good. Dude. That I one tex- delivered, too. It was I remember great. I texted
0: you. I was like, dude, there's some juicy stuff you and I. And that's going to be an episode uh, that will break that down because there's some really fun stuff in that in that gallery.
1: So it was a really great day. I just, um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. The minute that trailer hit and the end came around, I was like, let's go. I was so ready. Yeah, but,
0: okay, you ready? I'll hit, I'll hit play, and then we'll kind of just talk about our thoughts. So here we go. Three, two, one, and we start. I do like this whole Lucas, like the, what they're doing with the Lucasfilm like logo in the sand, mm-hmm. I like all that. I do, dude. I
1: like the Disney Plus logo at the end with the lightsaber. Oh, the red lightsaber, yeah, dope.
0: So I like. Again, we're seeing a lot of the stuff that we've not we've already seen, but stuff that we maybe they're just expanded scenes because we've seen the Inquisitors on the on Tatooine, right? We've seen all that, but the the big part though is, as I'm watching it, is that shade that Owen gives to Obi-Wan. So the way you, you know, like you trained his father, that was such a slap in the face from Owen. I loved it. Yeah, loved I was really
1: surprised that they had an interaction like that. Um and that Kenobi was so gung-ho about like when the time comes a boy must be trained. That's interesting, yeah. Cuz Kenobi was so against like training Anakin, so um that that was very interesting to me like what was his expectation of what was going to happen after that if anything so right and then i love Re, uh
0: reva reva i don't know how they're pronouncing it yet yeah Reva. but reva. her lines of you know you can't you can't hide can't, can't win okay one yeah Ugh. it's so good it's so good i mean it's just her her line delivery is was really really good but talk about that ending, though, Ange, because I know that's your favorite. Like, how pumped were you when you started seeing the mechanical hand and then you started seeing, like, stuff being put together? How are you feeling about that?
1: I started really getting, like, giddy when you heard Rava say, uh, you can't escape him. And I was like, him. I know who him is. Like, <laughs> I know. I know him. And then you see the arm right yeah and then you real quick. yeah and then you see the connection of the thing and and then you hear the sound and i had chills full body chills swear to god and it's funny how darth vader can still do that to me but in all honesty we all know he's my favorite character he's yep. just i get super yep. hype um when there's anything about him and i and i'm not like an anakin fan i am i like anakin i you know i like anakin as a character in clone wars and all the movies but i am a darth vader fan i have been since i was mm-hmm. a kid i i used to draw him i used to just love looking at him he was just like something that was just so awesome he was cool so yeah you hear that noise you hear that clicking you hear that you know all that stuff i i i mean I don't even care if that's the end of the series, just him getting ready. (laughs) That's all we see. Like, I don't I don't need him like busting ass. I don't need him in a duel with Kenobi either. Like, if that happens, weird, but awesome. But I don't I don't need that to happen. I, I need the feeling that Darth Vader is desperately trying to find Kenobi. I just need that feeling. That's like w- what will fulfill my Kenobi experience. And you got that in that trailer. So I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm so excited.
0: It, yeah. Cause I think that is going to be, it feels like in a way, like you're saying, it, I don't know if it's Kenobi or I don't know if it's Vader who is sending the inquisitors after him. Cause it feels like, cause I, I guess in my head, obviously something happens for him to get recognized, like an event or something happens. He shows up, people start talking about it or something. And that's how the inquisitors, I think, get, get alerted. I think it's interesting. Uh, Kumal's character. I initially thought that maybe he was going to be voicing a droid. I know a lot of people said that, but now that we see him up front, like in full costume like he's not a voice I'm so excited to see who he is and a lot of people are speculating that he could be maybe a a jedi in hiding and maybe that's kind of what causes this whole situation it's possible i don't i don't know
1: yeah it definitely looked like pe- he was yeah. it looked like he was wearing jedi robes that's it what did. i mean it was it you know a very tight shot but i had the feeling in a small look that he was in jedi robes yep me too me too would
0: you be okay if that was a story like if if he was and like he runs in kenobi and maybe they're working together i mean we're assuming that kenobi's by himself this entire time maybe he and say kamal's character are working together for a couple episodes or something to like try to get him off planet and get him safe somewhere like maybe that's part of the journey too i think that'd be really interesting how do you feel about that do you think that could be it or do you think it's just going to be like a one episode for
1: kumal i hope he's i hope it's bigger i hope it's bigger role. i hope it i mean either way you know star wars can do such a great job at having people have very minor parts but they become very impactful for the fans so whatever they do with them i think is gonna serve its purpose so i have no idea what's gonna happen i don't know i don't want to know me
0: too. No, I'm oh. with you.
1: I'm with you. I think I, th- again, we, we kind of
0: talked about it last week, but like TV spots or anything, I'm going to stay away from. Like, that's going to be off my radar. I don't want to see any of that. Like, I don't cool. want to know any anything now.
1: Like, I'm know? cool with what I know right now. There's Inquisitors. They're looking for Kenobi. Kenobi wants to train Luke. Uh, Uncle Owen's like, get the hell out of here. Right. And there's going to be a Vader like I just now that we that's know all, those that's elements, all that's know, all I yeah. want to know. I don't want to try to construct the story in my head of like what's going to happen. I just like the parts that were we've been given so far. So and that that's exactly what it was. The trailer didn't give away too much. Um, it gave you exactly what you wanted to like want more. You said it last episode uh, Lucasfilm can really cut a trailer. And that's exactly what they did with this one.
0: And so, the music.
1: Oh, uh, the music.
0: I can't wait. <laughs> so obviously, I think we talked about it, I think, but maybe not. But the the composer who did Loki, the Loki series, is doing uh, Obi-Wan. And I'm very excited for that. So if you haven't watched Loki, by chance, if you're not a Marvel fan like, uh, like we are, I, go check that show out because it's fun, number one. But number two, the music in it is very good. So you'll kind of get maybe a taste of what, um, of what she can do, and I'm blanking on her name, and I super apologize, but she was amazing at the uh, at the composing of Loki series. So very excited to see what she does in Obi One for sure. And I, lo- I I mean I'm hoping that was I'm hoping that was like a hint of what we get to see, like just a little bit yeah. of a melody change, but you could still feel Duel of the Fates in that moment. Like it was, it was good. Like you're saying, and then uh, Vader. There's that shot of Vader getting, I think, the chest plate. Maybe before he gets the other, like, part of the chest plate on. But you see, like, burnt skin. So, like, I hope, and I tweeted this. I hope we get to see, like, a half suited up Vader. How would you feel about that, Andrea? Like, again, like he would have maybe, maybe around the mouth or on the note, like, breathing. Maybe you see his eyes and like obviously his burnt scalp and all that stuff. And maybe you see like the mechanical arms and then his burnt like other like how would you feel about seeing Vader in that visually? Would that
1: would that be okay or do you want the whole black? Do you need the whole black? There's been some fan art of things like that, which I very much enjoy. Um, cause it kind of like breaks down what all those parts are doing and how what they you know how they're incorporated i think about the moment when empire strikes back when the admiral walks up and he's in his little meditation chamber Mm, and the mask starts to come down and you just see that part of its head like how excited um i was for that like oh my god what is that who is he like where is he and then i think about the moment of twilight of the apprentice when ahsoka cuts his mask and you can see anakin's face underneath with that yellow eye i mean just those little bits uh, just are the things that I love to kind of show what's underneath there. So yes, I will like to see um, like a little bit better of how he was built instead of like what it was at the end of revenge of the Sith. Um, yeah, I think it will be, um, I'm all about that. Absolutely.
0: I think it makes sense though too, right? Cause like you have Hayden. I don't think you bring him just to be in a suit. You could do that with stunt doubles, honestly, but you bring him in to wear some of the suit, but still see his face and somehow, right? I mean, I he'll be in the full garb, hundred percent that will happen. But I hope we do get some shots. Whether it is maybe in a vodka tank, whether it is maybe again, there's been art like you're saying of him just wearing like this mouth apparatus like the mouth apparatus, and you see like more of his head and all that stuff. Like I. I'd be totally cool to see all that. I think, again, seeing Vader in a different way visually would be interesting because, again, we're so used to seeing him in all black, which is cool. Like, that's 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 him. Like, that's the definition of his iconic look. But to see it differently, I think, would be really fun to explore. And I think it'd be perfect for this, for this series in Obi-Wan. I think it'd be perfect.
1: I got one better for you. What okay. if we see the Emperor, Emperor Palpatine, without his robe on?
0: <laughs> That'd be a visual. That would definitely be a visual. Never seen it. That's fair. That's fair.
1: We haven't. We haven't. That'd be. Yeah, that, that's an interesting. Interesting. I'm just calling. teasing. No, but I know. just imagine like they're they're scanning his body to like make his. You know, pickle jar clones new robe. and all that yeah. stuff. <laughs> He's getting measured up for a new robe. That'd be funny. <laughs> you should. See, I wish people could see me right now. I'm literally with my hands straight out, like posing <laughs> as as a What's that in
0: like science class? Like the whole is it the
1: anatomy. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Could you, you imagine here, yeah. that being Palpatine, just wrinkly? That'd be great. I would love it. I would love it. Do you think we'll get him? Maybe. Like visually or I, I would think more audio than visual. Well, you know, I kind of wish they would stay away from that. I mean, I'm cool if he shows up, but I feel like in the comics, you really get a feeling of how corruptive he was towards Darth Vader. Yes. Um, and yes, I don't yes, think yes. that needs to be discussed in Kenobi. This is a Kenobi story. I think we should stick towards that. Good point. Um, so... I don't know, maybe it'd be interesting. I think it'd be interesting i I
0: could see like maybe a call and him like talking to him maybe via Hollownut or something I could see that, but here's another another kind of idea people have talked about is obviously we're we're gonna be at the uh fortress Inquisitorius. we know Kel Kestis was there. Prior to these events. So I'm wondering if. I don't know if we'll get a. A cameo. I would love it. But I'm not getting my hopes up. But I would love if. We got a mention of Cal. Somehow. Because again. He would be the one that. Broke. I mean he broke the fortress. So like. I think I have to mention that. Like maybe while they're while they're in their little meeting that we see like, Oh yeah. remember that Jedi
1: that (laughs) screwed up the fortress. I mean, yeah, I could totally see the inquisitors discussing him. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be a fun, like at least nod because
0: they've done that in the other shows. That'd be a fun nod to the gamers of like a mention or like at least a, a shout out of those events. Of Jedi Fallen Order. Because again, Vader was in there. Vader was a part of it, so he knows. So like, I think it would make sense. I think it'd be really, very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, what else you got? Final thoughts on the Kenobi trailer. Anything else you want to bring up?
1: Uh, they're doing really good at the age progression for Kenobi. I was you know, Yeah, it's it's really getting there. You're really starting to see the wear and tear that happens on Tatooine. So. That looks great as well too. Makes it a little bit more believable when I watch episode four that it's you know gray haired Obi Wan.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think it, it's gonna make sense. We'll make it look we'll make it look cool for sure. All right, before we get out of here, we have some ask the gals questions. So let's start with uh, we have. Ooh, Here we go. So, Star Wars Rebel Art Empire. Uh, Their question is this. What are your opinions after seeing uh, Tia Tia Sankara post that the Ghost Crew weren't invited to Star Wars Celebration? We are devastated and honestly less excited, but will of course make the absolute best of the appearance. So, for those who are not familiar, uh, Tia Sankara, who plays Sabine, voices Sabine, on uh, Star Wars Rebels, she came out and said that the voice actors uh, weren't contacted about going to uh, Star Wars Celebration and like doing photo ops or autographs and whatnot. Now, they have been previously. Like, Chicago, uh, me and my friend Katie, we got a picture with the whole Rebels crew. So, like, They have been, they have done voice actors before. We know Ashley and uh, Matt are going to be there. Ahsoka and Anakin from the Clone Wars. So it is kind of a bummer though. I will admit it's a bummer that they didn't get invited. But again, I don't know with restrictions and COVID, like maybe they were just doing certain things. I don't know. Maybe doing characters that are going to be appearing uh, in new shows or all that. Maybe that's why, but I know that she made a comment too that the people that are running that now, because it used to be somebody else, people that are running that aspect of the convention are notoriously big on doing voice actors. So it is a bummer. It's, it's, it's cool to see because so many people love Rebels like you and I. So it's a bummer that they're not there, but Andrea, what, what kind of what's your opinion on that whole topic of discussion with Tia Sankara?
1: Uh, it feels disrespectful, honestly. I, I would mean, agree. I would those, agree. Those um voice actors have really shaped uh characters that we love, and it's how we how we know them. So um, yeah, I didn't I didn't like that at all when I read that. Um, I thought wow, that's, that's terrible. I hope um, there's a way to keep them involved in, in future things. If, you know, I mean, Rebels is something that people are still finding out about and still being impacted by. Same with Clone Wars. I mean, we just yep. had yep. Clone Wars Season 7. So, I mean... Like you said, maybe it was COVID, maybe it was funding, maybe it was whatever, maybe it was contractual, maybe it was, um, who knows. But it it definitely, they will be missed, and they o- they should always have a part in Star Wars Celebration.
0: Y'all, I agree. With Rebels especially, because it's such a big, it's a big deal. Like, it's a big deal. Rebels is huge, it has a huge following it needs to have some representation at Celebration, I would I would 100% agree. Uh, now, StarPours asks us this. What are you most looking forward to about the upcoming Andor series? We feel like it could be the sleeper uh, Star Wars series that comes out of left field and wows the entire world. I, I 100% agree. I, I think this series, I have I don't want to have high expectations like you and I have talked about, but like my expectations are pretty high for this show only because I feel like they could do some really, if they go down the road of doing this, like a spy thriller in star Wars, like it would be perfect. I think it would be a fun, fun series. We know it's getting more than one season. I think it's getting three at least maybe more, but we know it's three. I think it could be a series where very much like Mandalorian, where like more general audience will watch it and like being gross with it. Because I think of the storytelling that they can tell because there's there's a lot of stories they can tell within this time frame that Andor is going to happen in, right? I mean, he was a fulcrum so that they can do a lot of fun stuff with this character i think so andrea what about you what what do you think about and or do you think it Do you think it's a sleeper do you think people
1: are gonna sleep on it what do you think uh i am most excited about the production of it you know when they did that little sizzle reel um a while back about how many characters they've designed and the wardrobes that they've done and that the production of it is very similar to what would be for a movie. You know, I, I'm i excited about that. I'm also excited about the feel of Rogue One, right? That was a gritty feel. It was great. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. So those are the things I'm looking forward to. I don't want to jump into, oh, I hope this happens. I hope this ha- happens. Right, right. Just, I am really excited to um, just see the aesthetic of it.
0: Yeah, I think aesthetically this could be really fun, like you're saying, but with that silver reel. A lot of practical stuff. It feels like a lot of on location stuff, which is very Star Wars, very George Lucas, very like obviously, you know, it, it just feels Star Wars. Obviously, they probably use the volume a little bit too, but it seems like more practical, more on set, which is going to be fun. A a fun, fun visually, and I think just a fun show altogether for sure. So, thanks for the question, uh, guys. Really fun question. Our last ask a gal comes from Cam Ray, and he says this: If Luke and Leia had switched places, Luke being given to the Organas, Leia being sent to Tatooine, how would things have played out differently? This is a fun what if. I, you and I've we've, we've done, done this. What years. if we we've talked about it? I think yeah, we did it. We did this on a what if episode
1: with uh, Jerry and Scotty.
0: Yes, our bam, our Bombad bad boys. Uh yep. two of the best. I love. We both love them very, very much.
1: But yeah, th- it's this is a fun. It's one of those
0: fun Star Wars questions, you know. I, how much would change? Would a lot change? I think we still get get to where we get to, but I think it would just be a very different type of story, you know. Does Obi Wan actually still go after Luke because he still feels that he is the chosen one, even? though he is with the Organas. Or does Obi-Wan focus on Leia because she's in Tatooine? You know, like, what what type of... How much does change? Like does Obi-Wan still follow Luke closely, or does he still... Or does he change his mind and follow Leia? You know, I mean, and we've talked about how Leia probably would have Tatooine running like a, a, a well-oiled machine. <laughs> For sure, you know, like, so it would be a very different looking. I still think we still get the. The the Luke story, but maybe just told differently. That's just why I mean, again, I think we still get where we get for sure, but that's it's always a fun kind of. What happens or what if so what, what, what about you? I know we talked about it, but has anything changed or any any new ideas
1: about that? Yeah, uh, new ideas. Uh, I I see it. I see Obi Wan with Leia, and okay. be more present in her Tatooine life because. Wow, I just dropped that. It was a dog <laughs> toy.
0: <laughs> We're keeping that in ASMR. All right, go ahead. What do you got?
1: <laughs> um, I feel like Leia's a little bit more cunning. So she would have wanted to be trained and wanted to experience things and very much like her a, dad, right? Yeah, yeah. Been a little bit more pushy about um her boundaries and what she was able to do on Tatooine. Um, I feel like Luke would have just been like this prince of Alderaan and very formal. And I don't think he would have been involved in mercy missions like Leah. I think he would just be there like waiting for things to happen or wishing that things could happen to him. And then that's like how they're past me. Like so that. Um, I would really love to, if there's a fan fiction out there, if someone's written that story, I would love to read it because you know, we said this before. Like, Lou Luke, Luke, Leia would have just been more involved in right in what happened. She's way more proactive than Luke was. He was just more about like, "Woe is me." He would still be "Woe is me" and come around to what he was and what he uh, was meant to be. But it just would have been a little bit different. I would have loved I, to see it that way.
0: I do wonder too, because like, would have would have. Would Leia have been different because of growing up on Tatooine? Would she have been, like, the the woe is me? Or do you think she still has that kind of fiery, a little more Anakin, I think a little more Anakin than I think Luke? But they both have, you and I have talked about this before, they both have their parents in them, like, all the way through and through. But I think, I think Leia shows... Anakin's kind of fiery with Padme's fiery side more than Luke does. So yeah, you're probably right. She probably would be a little more like, okay, let's go. Obi-Wan take me. Let's, let's go do this. Like she would definitely have no hesitation about going to find Luke saving him and all that stuff. Right. I mean, I think that makes sense. That, That definitely makes sense. Uh, all right, Ange 100 man in the books Final thoughts on anything we've talked about. Final thoughts
1: on 100 episodes. What do you got? Just big, a big thank you. Extremely grateful uh, that we've done this for three years. I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to the people who support us. Um, other podcasters. Um, it just... I think from the get go, even though our first episode is very uh difficult to listen to <laughs> audio wise, yeah. Um, you could still tell that there was like something there with us. And you know, we've gone through all this in the beginning. Um, this is just what we like to do, and it's what we normally do when we're together. So shout out to Joey, you know? Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah, I guess we gotta give him credit, don't we? <laughs> My brother. He kinda he kinda pushed us to do this. <laughs> 100 episodes later i guess we can blame him for for all this. <laughs> no, but you're 100% right. We I mean we just we did it cuz we felt like we we wanted to talk about Star Wars. We felt like we could contribute to that community and we have in in some crazy way we have. That's kind of weird to think about too how much even as maybe small as we are Like we still have had some type of impact on people that listen to us. And that's, that's crazy, crazy to think about. And then crazy to think about that. I'll be in celebration
1: and like talking to other podcasters and everything. Just so you know, let's ignore my dog for a minute. But you brought up celebration in our first episode. I did. Chicago. Just wow. (laughs) That bit's
0: never going on. (laughs) Now it's going to be Anaheim until you. Until 2023.
1: Let me tell you about Star Wars Celebration oh. Anaheim. It's happening. <laughs> it's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> oh, well, all right, guys. 100 episodes. Again, just like Andrea said, thank you for all that. Listen to us. To all that support us. I mean, we wouldn't be doing this unless you guys continued to listen to us. So, until that, uh, I guess until that stops, <laughs> or until we're until we're tired of doing it. We'll be we'll be doing this for uh, for a while, so stick around. I hope you guys stick around with us, and you know we'll we'll keep having fun. But until then, you guys can follow us at the Galactic Podcast on the on Twitter at the Galactic Pod, and we're on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all the major platforms. And do us a favor, please go give us a rate and review on Apple, and I think Spotify doesn't know. Get it helps. It helps. It helps. It helps. Give it those rating reviews if you would be so kind. And you can follow me
1: Lauren Romo at Loro Knows on Twitter. You can follow me Andrea Gutierrez at R2D Two Step on Twitter. This summer I will be tweeting about Dave Matthews' band. It's fair warning to everybody. Just so you know. And you know what's funny? You didn't have Twitter
0: when we first started. Yeah, that's true. So unfortunately or fortunately, I got you into that too. (laughs) A little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. All right, guys. Until next time, as always, may that force be with you.
1: Always. Always. Always.